0: no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, kool Welcome to Barça Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. And in today's episode, I'm just going to go over two quick things. Transfer signings and a quick preview of the Betis match tonight. But before I get into those two topics, before I get into those topics, here's a message from our sponsor, NordVPN. Tired of constantly worrying about the security of your online accounts? Take your online security to the next level by using unique passwords and investing in a password manager with NordVPN. Don't be one of the millions of people who fall victim to the same password blunders. Quit the habit of using the same password for every account and switch to a unique password for each one. Need help remembering them all? Use a password manager from NordVPN to store and protect your passwords. And never, ever use obvious passwords like 1234 or password. Get an exclusive discount and a bonus gift by visiting nordvpn.com slash barsa. Remember, your security is completely risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. Start protecting your online security today at nordvpn.com. Dot com slash barca all right so last night the clock struck midnight and the transfer window the winter transfer window officially shut down and you know we had some we had some near signings uh, but i think the most important thing to come out of this winter transfer window is Gavi officially being registered to the senior team now for those of you who didn't know Gavi was still registered as a U-19 player. That's why he was wearing the number 30. And it caused some issue with, obviously, the salary and the salary cap implications. Had to go to court again. And a Catalan court ruled in Barcelona's favor, so they were able to officially register Gavi on the senior team therefore he gets the number six shirt just like chavi and obviously you saw on the social media last night the unveiling of gavi wearing that jersey which is great news for gavi especially since we all have become big big fans of gavi the bulldog as i call him uh, it's great news for him because again it shows the progression coming from la masia doing the work and getting promoted to the senior team which i think is awesome i think we still continue to be the North star for Europe in that regards. I think uh, many players always will want to come to La Masia because they know they will have an opportunity. Maybe it it may be limited, but there is the opportunity to come to the senior team. And Gavi has proven that. And this goes to my kind of gripe really quick about La Liga. You know, La Liga with his salary cap or, you know, the fair play that we have here is so complicated. Just make it easy, make it easy like the NFL everyone knows what the cap is, everyone has to spend that cap, and we just make these numbers available. And therefore, the rumors may die, but at least we understand what is going on in the cap with the player salaries for Barcelona. Because right now, you know, understanding this, you basically have to take a law class, you know, and I just don't have time for that. I just know that it's confusing. And each league has its You know, issues with this idea of cap and FIFA fair play. But I want to propose, as I was telling my friend over the weekend, I want to propose a salary max and a salary minimum where, you know, teams have to garnish their wages in that window because I think ultimately you have to be really, really great in understanding your roster, using youth talent at lower wages. And I just think also that will make La Liga even more competitive as a whole. I know that's not going to happen. I know that Madrid and Barcelona control the way the economics work in La Liga. I'm not blind to that at all. But a man can hope, you know, a man can hope. But I think after all this, you know, obviously Gabi being officially unveiled, I think is great news. And I think that is the most important uh, signing in this window. Now, my other feeling on winter transfer signings is, these players usually don't work out. That's kind of my feeling. I think, obviously, in the summer, you have the preseason, you have the whole beginning of the season to get into the groove of what is happening. But man, it is so difficult to come into the winter window and try to really make an impact. I think it's much easier for a player that is maybe a forward than opposed to a midfielder or defender understanding the rhythm of their team going forward. I'm kind of happy that we didn't make any major moves. Obviously, uh, we tried to get a right back, Obviously, the right backs I'm going to talk about in a second, you know, I think those are players that we should have or could have tried to sign that would have made an impact on our team, but we weren't able to sign those players. Let's get into the first player of these. And that is Bellarine. Bellarine leaves Barcelona to go to Sporting Lisbon. This transfer is permanent. Obviously, Bellerin joined on a free transfer. I was questioning the move at the time. I understand it was free, but he only made seven appearances this season, and I just didn't think he was ever a good enough player to make into the starting rotation. I think he was a good depth player, but even that, with seven matches, he wanted to go somewhere to go play more matches. And so good luck to Hector Redding. I mean, he came to try to help the, the club in a moment again we're still in this moment of crisis of transaction crisis and he tried to come in and help he obviously could not do that much so wish him the best going at sporting lisbon i think that's a good move for him i think he's going to get he's going to be the starter over there and get a lot of playing time barcelona were able to move him off the books but we weren't able to fill it in because we failed to sign two backs and that's arambat and arahu arambat is a moroccan international Who's currently playing for Fiorentina, and again, and the deal is officially dead. Again, they were trying to maneuver this; they were trying to work this out. Obviously, it's really difficult in the late hours, especially with the the processes that go in hand in hand in Italy and in Spain with trying to get these transfers done. But again, I think I think he would have been a good fit for us because I think he would have been a great stopgap to really help us give depth on the back line and hopefully push Araujo and Kunde up the middle. So. Unfortunately, Barcelona were unable to land Arambat. I'm probably not saying that correctly. I apologize. I'm trying my best here. Uh, But Arauj is a MLS player. He's a Mexican international. Again, they failed to sign him as well. Again, this was going down to the wire. Looks like Barcelona are going to peel this decision because they said that they had the paperwork in time. These issues with uploading and signing documents, it has to go through a portal. Again, there's always going to be these issues especially with how you know each league has different requirements but again they missed out on him we'll see if uh the appeal goes through and that they actually get a Rahu in because from all looks it looks like he could be a really good fit a young player coming in to, to give us some depth uh hopefully he's a better version of Sergio Dest and we will see if he can translate again You know, one of the issues that I would say is the hardest thing for Spanish, the hardest thing for players to come to the La Liga is the the language barrier. You know, as we saw in the Premier League, with the amount of money that they're able to do in this winter transfer, which is insane, well, more than 500 million. It's insane how much money, but I think, you know. I understand the Premier League has more money, but also for players to go there, I think it's an easier transition because it's in English. And here in Europe, most people speak English as their second language. And, you know, you never really see Premier League players or English players coming to La Liga. It's very hard, right, especially with that language barrier. It makes it very difficult to understand your coach tactic wise, culture wise. And I think that's why. You know la liga misses out on some of these uh mid-tier transactions i think arahu obviously being mexican international i think he would have been fine with the culture and the spanish and just to be able to play and follow orders from xavi but we'll see what happens ultimately with that decision as it goes to fifa another minor transaction that happened was amir demir a turkish international who came in the summer went to Fenerbahce, a turkish team and again, as I just said, with the culture and the the language barrier, he had that here and he was struggling to adapt at Barcelona. Really quick side note. When I was a child, I went to Bolivia to go play football for the Tawichis, which is like this junior academy type of thing. And it's one of my biggest regrets. I wish I would have stuck it out. I had such a hard time with the language barrier and the culture of what they were doing that I struggled. I was literally in tears. I quit the academy after a week when my father pulled some strings to get me onto this academy, and I just quit like nothing. It's one of my biggest regrets. I wish I would have stuck it out knowing, you know, hindsight is obviously... You know, in the moment, you're just upset, Uh, you struggle. And I knew I was a better player than what I was showing. I just didn't understand what the coaches wanted. And so I can definitely uh, feel for Amir, you know, when you go to a place and you can't adapt and you're just having a hard time with the language, it really shows in your play. You just cannot play freely because you're not showing your talent. And even Rafa Marquez spoke about this. And again, he he was trying to learn the language, but you know, it's one of those things when you're young and maybe he thought that he was going to adapt faster and just let his play show, you know, it's really difficult, like I just said, to adapt and we will see if we missed out on a player because, you know, from all from all what I have been reading, he was a talented player, but unfortunately he went back to Turkey. All right. A lot lot of transfer news. So that happened last night. I usually like to wait the next day. Thank God it just happened that I was recording already on Wednesday so I could just have all the hits and misses. Who's your player that we missed out? Is it Arambat or is it Arahu? Tell me, comment in our social media, let us know. Really quick, tonight we have a match against Betis. This is a makeup match. It's at 9 o'clock local time here in Spain at the Benito Villarmarin Stadium. I love saying that word. Uh, the match is the 17th round, obviously. It's a makeup because of the uh, Spanish Super Supercopa. You know these matches. They're always high-flying. They're always goal-scoring affairs. And so I'm really excited to watch this match because I think it's going to be really open. Pellegrini has them playing pretty well. They were able to outlast Villarreal over the weekend. And, you know... Betis does play a very entertaining type of football. They're going to have Fakir back, so he's going to definitely put some uh, impact into the match for Betis. And the Marin is such a difficult place to play as well. You know, that place is going to be rocking. Uh, I think it's more than 70,000 people in that stadium. So it's it's one of the bigger stadiums here in Spain. And we will see how the boys match up. Again, they are going to be uh, on the road here. Let's see if they can put together another shutout. I know it's going to be really difficult against Betis, but if they continue this run of shutouts, you know, it, you have to be impressed with their defense. I mean, again, uh, 6 goals on this season, which is crazy. I mean, not to mention they've definitely given up their opportunities to score. I mean, Ter Stegen has been on his game, and I think, you know, with this run, it's it's really impressive. Again, um Lewandowski's back from suspension. That's great news, and I want to see ansu and rafinha there you go i got a comment on twitter about my pronunciation and my knowledge of football Uh, so that's for the pronunciation experts out there we need to see these players step up i know that the offense has been around dembele and lewandowski more obviously lewandowski converting those goals we need to see ansu step up and we need to see rafinha step up because this is their time to shine. We need them. We sign them to this money. Are you, a, are you a Barca player or not? Are you just an average player? You know, bring the goods. I want to see more from Rafinha. That to me is the huge. That to me is what needs to happen tonight. I need to see more activity from him. I need to see more dangerous plays in the box. And obviously we know Lewandowski is going to bring the goods. He's such a great converter. We will see if how entertaining this match is. We will see how Barcelona end up tonight. It's a late night match here, Wednesday night. Again, the main mantra should be one point or better. You know, I would be happy with a tie. Obviously, getting a victory would be great. But we want to maintain that lead against Madrid going forward. That's going to do it for today, this Wednesday, mid-afternoon here in Madrid. Let's get those three points in the Villamarin. We'll talk to you on Friday. Have a good day, everyone.